Hi, and welcome to the Authentic Audience Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Ritma. This is a marketing podcast like you haven't heard before. It's about real connections and honest conversations. Why am I here? To remind you that you can fly. If you're brave enough to listen to that calling inside you, I'm here to serve you and show you that marketing can and should be honest, that the truth sells and authenticity wins. So how can businesses and brands build a real and authentic audience? The Authentic Audience Podcast gives you insight into growing your business and marketing strategies to gain real followers and loyal customers. Each week, I create a space of radical honesty for thought leaders and entrepreneurs who have built successful businesses to share their insights on business, marketing, relationships, life, and spirituality. Each episode is sure to remind you the power of storytelling and truth selling. Get ready to get real, get raw, get honest, and keep growing. Hey, 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 how's everyone doing? I'm very excited for today's guest. We are live in person and just realized when we lifted our heads up to look at the date that it's our four-year anniversary of starting Authentic Audience, which is huge that it's been four years since we've done this thing. And so much of that is in thanks to you guys and everybody listening. So in honor of our four-year anniversary, which also happens to be my lucky number, number four, I've got my husband, my business partner, my best friend, my king, Clay Ritma. Wow. Wow. Amazing to be here. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) It really took nothing at all to get you here. I feel that I agreed almost immediately to do this. (laughs) In my mind, that is what I remember. It was a strong no um, until we discussed it. And together we decided that. Well, the problem was that I didn't want to feel like I was the backup guest. You were like, well, I don't have anyone for this week. So like, I guess I could put you on. So I was like, well, I don't want to do it if I'm just. <laughs> you're always, backup. You're always you know, my first cool. choice, babe. I just feel that. Sometimes you have other things that you want to be doing. And like you said, you don't like quote unquote chit chat. <laughs> Can <laughs> we ch- unpack the, that? The chit chat. Is that what we're doing currently right this now? Is this chit-chat. is the chit chat part. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I'm not so much into the chit chat. Okay. Part. Well, let's dive right in. So <laughs> thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a crazy uh, last few months together. Um, we've gone through a lot on the business side and on the personal side. And I think we're going to save a lot of that personal stuff for a solo episode coming. Great, great. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds <laughs> really good. I'm, I'm down with that. So uh, needless to say, we won't be talking about um, some of the personal stuff that mm, we've been going through. Mm. We're going to talk about business. <laughs> I mean, we can talk about personal stuff. It's just not my most favorite thing to do. I know. We do have 30 rapid fire questions planned for you. I've had help from the audience and from Emery. Oh my God. Um, But before we get into that, apologies, but we're going to chit chat. Okay. So here we go. I want to, I want to talk about, um, first of all, celebrating the fact that we have a successful company that is now four years old and what that feels like for you. That feels crazy to me that it's been that long. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just feel, it feels like it went by pretty fast. Um, but yeah, you know what? We were talking about this like just last night. I was like, wow, you know, remember back when we started this thing, we just kind of had no idea what we were doing and we just figured our way through it. And yeah. I feel like we figured our way through to something that works really well. And I guess 
I don't know. My takeaway is you just got to keep showing up for it. Mm -hmm. And that we do. I think that Mm -hmm. we definitely show up for the business sometimes more than we show up for a relationship or our health or well-being or, you know, we've really put it above most things, which I don't necessarily think is the healthiest thing to do, but it has you know, I really believe in whatever you put your energy into is what grows. And our business for the last four years has gotten the majority of our energy Yeah, and it's really grown. And, you know, other things have had to take a back seat, friendships, you know, obligations, things like that, that we couldn't, um, you know, fit into our worlds. And I think that that's a, a hard piece of in our friend group, we're really the only like entrepreneurs that don't have like salary jobs, nine to five jobs. So it's definitely a little bit lonely. Yeah. Pros and cons, you know, pros yeah. and cons. like everybody's like, oh, you know, quit your job. It's such a great thing. Ah, yeah. <laughs> like maybe it is or maybe it's not, you know, yeah. it's, it's every, like everybody has their own, you know, everybody's suited to their own thing to do. So that was one thing that I've definitely learned about like this whole entrepreneurship, whatever business stuff is it's like, everyone's like, no, you need a W2 job. No, you need to be an entrepreneur. It's like, you know, you really got to find what works for you. Yeah. And I, I think you got to find what works for you. Yeah. And I think that you've done a really good job of that in the business. Like it took you a while sort of to find your footing in the business. And I was having you wear a lot of different hats, some that you weren't super stoked on, but like at the end of the day, we both just put everything really into the business. And here I feel like we're finally coming up for air and we can actually plan. And about a year ago almost is when we sat down and we had our first actual planning meeting because I, I feel like for the first three years of the business, we were really just reacting yeah, we were just, um, and flying by yeah. the seat of our pants. And um, every month was like, where are we going to pull whatever? You know, yeah. How are we going to pull how in this are we money gonna each make month? Money? We always did. And we always did. There was no planning. Um, but about, you know, last May or last June, we sat down with our mentor, Erin Weed, and she helped us like actually make a plan and set goals for the business. And we've hit them, yeah, which is really amazing. And we've made a lot of huge uh, shifts into the bit in the business. One being you actually shifting out of the business yeah, in a big way. And I'm excited to talk about this because this was like a huge revelation that came from that meeting. And we sat down with Aaron and we basically were like, okay, we're burnt. You know, we were so burnt out. We were making good money, sort of, but we're just so exhausted at each other's throats. Like it wasn't working. And we sort of had this like emergency come to Jesus moment with her. And she threw out the idea of what if Clay starts to explore other entrepreneurial opportunities, Mm -hmm. one for your marriage and sanity, but two, to diversify our finances a little bit more. And this was really exciting to you. And you actually already had an idea in mind about where you wanted to spend your time. And so in the last, I guess, almost a year, we've made a huge transition. We've hired, we're hiring um, actually right now as we speak, um, somebody to even support more on the authentic audience side. Katie has stepped into a huge role and you've been able to one, help man our huge clients like Kristen Lindsay, who love you. And we talked about that on the podcast last week (laughs) is how much they love working with you. They're the best. Yeah. We have amazing clients, but you've had opportunities. So I'm not sure if you want to like go all in and share the name of the business. I'll let you um, share what you want to share, but do you want to talk a little bit about what that freedom sort of to step into something new and 
why you wanted to do that and like sort of what that process has been like? Yeah, you know, it's like trying to find the way to to keep our current clients happy and onboard new clients and still provide that same like level of service that made us successful in the beginning, but finding ways to like not have to do all of that stuff personally. Right. Um, is really important because if you're stuck doing that stuff all the time, I'm not going to be able to, to diversify and focus on other things. So yeah. like really investing in like our team and our people and, you know, hiring good people and like really investing in them was a huge like part of that process, I think. Um, so that was like one thing I learned about just in order to be able to have the opportunity to step back and like pursue other things, you really have to invest in the people around you. Yeah. And I do think that's a good point. Like before you even had a meeting away from authentic audience, we dove into like really training Katie up on a lot of the things that you've been doing. Yeah. And finding ways to like, you know, replace, replace myself, like yeah. train other people to do what I do who can do it better than me. You know, like that's what I want. Like if I'm doing six things, like, I'm not going to be as good at it as the person who just does one thing. Exactly. And, you were wearing yeah. a lot of hats. It was stressful. It was overwhelming. And authentic audience has always been my baby, my vision, and we founded it together. I mean, you're my partner in this through and through, but at the end of the day, I felt like you were always like really supporting me and it wasn't your thing. And I think right. you felt that way too. Yeah. I think it was, I think it was true in a way is that I did see this like really big opportunity for you to like it was more an opportunity for you than it was for me, but I just saw that it was such a big opportunity for you that I was like, I just have to like jump in on this and like push this along to like make more money and keep it sustainable so that she can keep going. Cause I see the potential there for what it can become and what you could do with it. Yeah. You know? And so I feel like I just jumped in and was just like, you know, charge more and like, cause you were already doing it and you are ultimately like, you know, the face of it and, and better at a lot of the stuff that we do than I am. Um, but I can like help push things along and, you know, yeah. sort of get you to, like, just I mean, all... originally, like you think back to like the very first program that we did, authentic right? Marketing. The authentic marketing. Yeah. Like that was the first program where you actually posted about business on your Instagram. I know, which is so crazy. Like we literally going into that, I had to like pull you like tooth and nail yeah. to even post. You're like, didn't want to do it. You didn't, it, you I had all this resistance. I wonder if I could like go back and find that post because it honestly wasn't that long ago. Authentic no, it wasn't that long was ago. That's the thing. Yeah. It was two years ago. And before that, like literally you would not post on your Instagram. And now it's become like such a community and you have all Oh, yeah. People like getting so much value out of it and doing, I don't know. I just was thinking about that the other day of how quickly, you mm -hmm. know, that shifted. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I guess just like going back to the beginning, it was always, it was always like your, your potential that yeah. I could help you meet it, you know? And I feel like you're there and you kind of don't need me as much anymore. Like yeah. you can run. I think I do. But at the same time, I recognize the opportunity for, our partnership, which is bigger than the business, right? We like do life together. Right. So we have uh, yeah. a lot of pillars um, yes. that need to be we sort of checked of within our, our yeah. partnership. And I think if I'm looking at the bigger picture, if we can actually create multiple revenue streams where you're off doing investing or, you know, different things that you've been working on, which I would like you to share a little bit about because you're actually co-owner in a business now. So yeah, Clay's wow. had like a really big year and I'm super proud of him. 
Um, but what it's done for me, one is my feelings were super hurt at the beginning. Like, oh my God, he doesn't want to work with me, blah, blah, blah. But then once my ego sort of settled, it was like, this is totally what's best. Like he's helped me grow this from here to here. And you're continuing to be involved for all of our clients. Like, oh my God, Clay's going away. He's not going away. He's still very much a part of authentic audience. But when it comes to the day to day and like the invoicing and a lot of the taxes and all of that stuff you were doing, you're no longer doing, which has freed up a lot of time for you to work on other things. And I would like you to share about that. But my experience in the past few months, it's just been like this exhale that we have other revenue streams yeah. mm -hmm. because I put so much pressure on myself right. every month because I, you know, it truly is up to me to bring in new clients, bring yeah. in new work, launch a new course, launch a retreat, whatever it is, make those sales happen. Obviously my team like executes things and, you know, is a really important integral. Like I can't do this without my team, but it's heavily reliant on me showing up. And these past few months, I've obviously, for those of you, you know, who don't know, I had a miscarriage and it's been a really like traumatic and emotional roller coaster of a time. And to have this sort of exhale where it's like, I know we have other eggs and other baskets. And like, if I need to push my calls or if I need to, like financial pressure is so real. Well, I think, you know, that's a, that's a good one because actually at the beginning of the business, we really focused on getting and keeping like retainer clients. Mm -hmm. That was like the staple where like we need retainer, recurring, predictable revenue. Cause that to me was like stability at that right. time. I'm like, I need that stable like income. And then I realized like during COVID when we actually lost a lot of our clients, which yeah. was stressful in itself, but was a blessing in disguise because it forced us to find, mm -hmm. to do other things, to keep the business sustainable. Like if you're just reliant on the same three clients or the same three sources of revenue, if one of those goes away, you're totally screwed. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's what this year really gave us is like it forced us to diversify in more than just like just within the authentic audience business, like we really had to diversify. Now we're doing way more courses and programs. Oh yeah. And that offerings. was all back to that meeting with Aaron. We right. like, helped Aaron us Weed. outline our multiple streams. Of and you revenue. know what was really good about that? That what? Aaron Weed, just to give a little plug to Aaron Weed. We talk is, about her on this podcast yeah, all great. the time. Um, <laughs> is like, I had been feeling that like that I needed to, like diversify and try other stuff. And I was like, I can be more valuable and actually bring, you know, contribute more to our like family partnership, partnership yeah. if I have the time to step back and actually look at other things. And, but I knew that that would be like emotional for you and I didn't want to hurt your feelings. And it wasn't out of a desire not to work with you anymore. It was out of a desire to like grow further, which I feel like we are now. Yeah, um, it's been a big year of growth. And But but Aaron, we really like, cause I had been feeling it feeling that before that, but feeling like I just couldn't address it. She gave you permission. She gave me permission where, and in a way that you really heard it. Yeah. In well, a way that wasn't I like, respect and trust her cause so you respected and trusted her. Friend. And yeah. so she could like kind of bridge the gap there and help us both like come to the understanding that it wasn't me leaving. It was like, we need to move to the next phase of it our was partnership us pivoting. And, business, and I know? think that losing our biggest client due to COVID our biggest client was a brick and mortar yoga studio chain, which obviously in COVID was <laughs> no longer yeah. happening. 
And I mean, to say we had a lot of our eggs in that basket is an understatement. I don't want to get into the details, but there was a lot of like future projections that were happening where we were feeling really confident about that Mm -hmm. client. And to then all of a sudden just lose that, it for me made me look at our business and be like, okay, there's some restructuring that needs to happen here. And it was sort of like that last piece of holding on to like the old way of like how our business was working. And what I've learned is like in that big meeting last year, we decided we needed to pivot. We restructured, we created new pillars of revenue. We gave a timeline. Like it wasn't just like, okay, Clay's out tomorrow. It's we're going to take a year to implement this. So by June of next year, Clay will be, you know, 80% out, 20% and kind of thing. So right now I would say you're still like maybe 50, 50, but we're on that road. Yeah. You're definitely spending a lot of new time, a lot of time on your new stuff which is so exciting. And it just like gives us a little bit of a break as well. Um, But we still get to come together on the big projects, on the big launches, Mm -hmm. things like that. And you've been so helpful in helping me set up my business and my pillars of revenue. So I feel like I'm not like left behind. So needless to say, um, a lot's changed since last time we've been on the podcast. Do you want to share a little bit about what you've been up to? Yeah, for sure. The new project is called VestMap. You can go check it out at vestmap.com. We're actually holding our official uh, wider release beta launch event on April 22nd uh, cool. at 5.30 p.m. Pacific. And, and you can uh, sign up at vestmap.com. Yeah, you can so sign we'll up put at that Vestmap. in the show notes. But what Vestmap. is Vestmap? Vestmap is for a totally different audience than we've ever served before. It's actually a tool for real estate investors. If you want to buy um, real estate, it's going to help you make data-driven uh real estate investment decisions, essentially. It's very cool. Um, It's this app that basically crunches all these numbers, all this information that you might need. Clay's running development teams, marketing. mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it's like a real uh, real company. Yeah, and your co-owner and with who? With my sister, Lee. So um, cute. Who's been crushing it in the real estate world for a long time now. So it's fun to, to work on a project with her. And, um, yeah, it's, it's exciting and fun just to like bring something new into the world, totally different audience, but you know, I'm using the same strategies that we use at authentic audience. That's the cool part that I love is like the the strategy that you're building out to launch this thing is the same launch strategy we would build for any client launching something following our methods. Um, so that's very cool and I'm very proud of you and it's been cool to see you and Lee work together and just, you have all this experience in the tech world and software, like you came from tech and Mm -hmm. now you're sort of going back into that a little bit and it's kind of been fun to watch you. I see a difference. I don't know if you feel a difference energetically and in your work, but I do. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. It's fun to have. I don't know, a new project, like, you know, four years, like we did four years of of these other kind of things. And it's fun to just like branch out a little bit. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm doubling down on all these authentic. But that's the thing is like, you can go farther without me in that world because there's like just a limit to like how far I can go in that world. Yeah. I feel because I don't always speak the language and I'm just like different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it is funny though, that, that I do end up being the only like guy on, on most of the on, calls on most of the calls it's good though but it's, it's great i mean i've always worked with with women i have had amazing women bosses and mentors and but it is sort of funny isn't it like, yeah i'm usually the only guy on it'll be like 11 <laughs> women you yeah, know, on like, these calls but um, you do good you hold your own and i think you're super respectful and just have 
you know, you grew up, your first job was under like a really successful Mm -hmm. badass woman. And I just think that that set the stage like consciously or subconsciously for a lot of your business decisions. Totally. No, I think it's very true. Yeah. But I'm excited to, to sort of like for you to really run with authentic audience. Cause I, I think it can go farther Yeah. with you as the true, like you were always the face of it, but this is like, yeah, I mean, we're in a big transition and I think so many people collectively are in a transition right now as COVID mm-hmm. is like, yeah, really, kind of year. Yeah, yeah, I will now that like people are going back to work, doors are opening, like, For me, I felt this huge shift energetically in the past couple of weeks where things are just moving, things are shifting. And everyone I'm talking to is having a similar experience. Like our good friends just made this decision to move and um, they're Mm -hmm. in their new place and we're hiring and like we're investing and, you know, people are coming into money. Like things are like happening, you know, like it's an interesting time. It's a very interesting shifty sort of time and I'm here for it. And I'm just feeling like, we've been through so much and I just wanted to celebrate that and celebrate you because you're transitioning out more and more. Mm -hmm. And I'm just grateful. So grateful that you decided to do this with me four years ago. And I just don't think either of us could have imagined like we have been able to like staff people, like fly employees, places, buy a house, like with money that we made, at a company that we decided to start together. Like it's what? Cool. Yeah. yeah it it still cool. blows my mind. Um, and we have so much gratitude. And of course this year we called in Lakshmi. Yeah. Who Clay's all about. Oh, yeah. Love, love me some Lakshmi. Love me some Oh, Lakshmi. you know, one thing I was going to say just about when we were talking about just before vest map versus yeah. authentic audience and just being different sort of people. But, um, you know, I found in the marketing of VestMap when I'm writing emails and when I'm doing posts and stuff like I hate to be in front of things, you know, mm. like it's not my favorite. I don't like to be on camp, you know, like yeah. it's just not my thing. And um, but I've taken your advice and I put my own face on the ad, you know, promoting the launch event. And made it personal and you made it from me. You looked a little bit like a murderer. Yeah. I looked like a total idiot, <laughs> you know, but I was like, I'm just like, I'm just going to fucking do it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I looked like a total idiot, but, yeah. but it really is true. Like, I feel like in that I have learned a lot from you and from this business is to make it personal. People respond to that and just like write it from the heart and mean it. It doesn't matter if it's some real estate analytics. It doesn't have to be impersonal and boring just because it's like real estate analytics. Right. So I think that's, um, you know, I'm trying to take your own advice on that one. So I just well, want to drop that one in there. That's music. You know, that's music to my ears. Plug for you. Yeah. Well, it's my podcast. So yeah. <laughs> people are already here for me. Right. <laughs> so I would like to, that was sufficient chit chat. And I really are appreciate we done with it. The We're done with the chit chat. I feel that I did really good. And I would like to ask you 30 rapid fire questions okay. plus three Bashanti bonuses. Oh my God. Um, Bashanti is Emery. And um, just to be clear for the listeners, I have not seen any of these questions. No, he has not seen the questions. And these are questions I actually don't know the answers to. So these questions range from personal to professional. I'm feeling a little nervous. Good. It's fine. They're fun. Okay, good. Um, They're rapid fire questions, you know? And so I just like, first thing that comes to mind, let's go, let's go. So we've got 30 rapid fire questions. And then I don't know, did you plan any rapid fire questions for me? Um, No. Great. Okay. But I'll maybe make some up. Okay. So let's just jam through these, see how far we get. I'm actually really excited. And then (sighs) 
I'll let you go. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. It's not that much longer. Okay. Are we ready? I am ready. Okay. Number one. Okay. What is the thing you are most excited about right now? Uh, The best map launch event. Number two. (laughs) What is your favorite gadget? My favorite gadget is my car. Talk about, tell us about your car. My Tesla. Clay just got a Tesla. Yeah. I I love it. We love it. It's my gadget. Yeah. Um, Number three, when you're spacing out, what is it you're thinking about 90% of the time? The economy. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Like weird, like money, like monetary policy and stuff. Bitcoin, shit like that. Oh my God. That's so random. (laughs) That's what you're thinking about? Yeah. Like, yeah. A lot of, a lot of the time. Wow. Okay. What's your favorite (laughs) thing about your astrology chart? That's a tough one. I guess I'll say Aquarius. I mean, I know it's my sun sign, which is kind of lame. Yeah. Or maybe my Scorpio moon. That's what yeah, I thought you were going to say. I'm going to change. I'm going to change to Scorpio moon. Yeah. I thought yeah. you would. I thought you would say Scorpio mm-hmm. moon, but I didn't know. Um, for everybody wondering, Clay is an Aquarius. His moon is in Scorpio and yes. he's a Capricorn <laughs> rising, rising yeah. and has every other planet in Capricorn, basically. Yes. <laughs> um, what is one thing we spend money on that you wish we didn't? God, that <laughs> is thing. brutal. One thing. Um, one thing we spend money on that you, I wish we didn't delivery, like food delivery. Oh, please. You love food delivery. I hate it though. It's so expensive. I thought you were going to say cable TV. Do we still pay for that? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Fuck. You didn't cancel that? I don't know. Oh my God. Okay. Ta- I'm moving, changing my answer. Moving, <laughs> oh, fuck moving right along. What is your favorite room in our new house? The outside. I know it's not a room, but. <laughs> Outside. Yeah, our outside yard. our yard. Yeah, I love that. If yeah. I would say your kitchen, maybe. Oh, yeah, no. The outside yard. for sure. Um, What book are you reading right now? Uh, well, that's hard because I'm always reading like multiple books. What's your favorite book you're reading right now? My Kali book. Mm, by Elizabeth yeah. Harding. By Elizabeth Harding. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a really good one. Yeah. Really good. Um, What is your favorite Trevor Hall song currently? In and Through the Body. Mm. Yeah, the intro. Yeah. The, the intro new to the new album. So yeah, good. I love that. What's your favorite Hemingway book? I mean, I'll say Islands in the Stream. Mm. Yeah. Even though it was published after he died, I'll say Islands in the Stream. What's your favorite season of The Sopranos? God, season three is really good. What's your favorite thing about working with me? That you always follow through. I love that. I do follow through. Mm. What's your least favorite thing about working with me? The emotions. <laughs> <laughs> the emotions. The emotions. Um, for me. What was a time, if any, that you were afraid for our business? Oh yeah, that whatever that Monday was when COVID like really, really kicked off and the stock market was stock market was going through the floor. I was concerned. Yeah, I wasn't. I was. Yeah, I'm glad one of us. Was. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is a limiting belief that holds you back? Uh, the belief that I'm unlikable mm. not, or not likable. Your resting bitch face. Yeah. Sad. I didn't know that that holds you back. I think you're super likable. No, well, thank you. What is your best self-care advice for somebody just starting to take care of themselves? Man, these are hard to answer fast. You got it. Um, okay. First thing that comes think. to your mind. No thinking. We're already halfway self-care? done. That was number 15. We're okay, halfway okay, done. We're halfway there. Yeah. Um, self-care advice. Yeah. For like a man? Sure. What? What are you motioning at? New skincare routine. I do like my new skincare routine. Yeah. But it. But I don't know if that would be what I would recommend. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Well, I don't know. We'll I can't just, answer. You can't answer. You can't answer self-care advice. You no. are the king of leisure. 
her advice. Read, sauna, hot tub, bike ride, one wheel, sunset, breathe. I could give you one. Mine yeah, right now would be Tasha. I don't know. Next one. Next okay, one. Okay. Next question. Next question. Can't handle. Can't, can't handle, handle it. the pressure. Can't handle the pressure. Um, what is one piece of business advice for somebody going through it right now? Love your customers. Mm. Love on your customers. If you could travel anywhere right now, where would you go? New Zealand. What keeps you up at night? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. I was hoping like maybe there's something I didn't know about that like keeps you up. No, no. You sleep like a baby. I sleep well. Yeah. Um, What is the biggest surprise about me? The biggest surprise about you? Mm -hmm. About like what? Like being married to you? Yeah. Or like working, living with me. Just like what's something that surprised you? When you're just like a lazy slob. Like the... (laughs) (laughs) Like the level of just... The level, the of, level of heathenism. Like just not giving a fuck. <laughs> Why did that surprise you? I don't know. I just, you're such a, like a go-getter. Right. You know, but like you're actually, you know, like a, like, like me. <laughs> you, you seem like a go-getter. I am a go-getter. I know, but. However, however I have a lazy side. You have a lazy side. Um, That's funny. That surprises you. Okay. Yeah. One thing you want to accomplish this year. I'd like to get a hundred paying users on my new platform. See, I love how specific that is. That's the kind of goal setting we need. Yeah. One thing you'd like to let go of. No, I don't. I, nothing. <laughs> let go of. This is this guy is like the king of. Let go of. I don't know. Am I holding on? What am I? I don't know. You'd probably know better than me. What am I holding on to? That I, I don't want to answer this for you. This is your. This is your day. Just like either it can be a limited limiting belief, it can be, you know, a client, it can be, you know, like just something that it's like, you know, you're ready to like shake that off. Oh uh, yeah. I, I would like to stop just like sleeping through my alarm. That's really good. It's I would hard. I would like that too. Um, what's the best part of owning a home? Just the feeling that when you like close the door and you're in there, like nobody can fuck with you. <laughs> can you unpack that? You know what I mean? Like nobody can come up in your house. Like legally. But nobody can do that if you're renting. I know, but still like the landlord can be like, hey, I need to get into the place for whatever. You know what I mean? Like there's still circumstances in which like somebody who you didn't want to be there could like. Pres- so you feel like owning a home so makes like you unfuckwithable. Yeah, b- basically. Like every time like I pay the mortgage, I'm like, nobody can fuck with me now for another. <laughs> like I got a month. Like <laughs> after like a month, like people could come and like, I don't know, do shit to me, but. I'm safe. I'm paid up. I'm paid up for the month. Like nobody talked to me. Like even if everything goes totally wrong, you know, like I'm good. We have a house. We have, I have a house and you are not allowed to come into it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the best part of owning a business. Freedom. Yeah. Yeah. Freedom. What is your favorite project we've worked on together? I think I know what it is, but I'd like you. What is it? We've just, you know, I think it's the almost 30 membership launch. Yeah, I mean that was pretty. That you was pretty worked good. so hard on. I, that. I did work very hard on that. Yeah. Um. Actually, maybe their accelerator launch. Oh yeah, you crushed that. Was, that. that was fun. Yeah, the podcast accelerator. The podcast accelerator. Yeah. That was a good launch. It was stressful, but it was. Yeah. Um. What is a mistake that you've learned the most from? Not ordering groceries when I ask. <laughs> That is a grave, grave error. Uh, But um, what is a mistake that I learned the most 
from? Oh, you know, I think, you know, we had a launch, we had a launch happen like recently where I didn't verify like absolutely everything because I hired somebody to to do it Mm -hmm. and I should have verified it. Yeah. And, and I just, that trust, but verify. Um, oh, I like that. Trust, but verify. Trust, but verify is my new, I definitely learned that one of just like anytime anybody puts anything in front of me now where I'm signing off on it, I have to verify it. Mm-hmm. You know, if my name goes on it, like I have to verify it or somebody that I really trust is going to verify it. Um, that has been done correctly. Yeah, I think that's important. Okay, we're at the last four. Okay. What is your favorite tattoo of mine? I like the one that says, may all beings be happy because it used to say, may I be happy. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's really funny that yeah. you got a may I be happy tattooed. And then you realized like how self-centered that was. <laughs> and I got it. And you got to change. So I, like I was one. 18. And it does look really legit. Like you can't see that yeah. it used to say, may I be happy. Yeah. It, I was 18 when I got it. Right. And but that's like such a uh, great like example. And then I took my yoga teacher training and mm-hmm. learned low custom stuff, mm-hmm. yeah. which is may all beings be happy and free. Yeah. And so I changed my tattoo. I love it. I'm glad. If you could get a tattoo right now and you had to, what would you get? The cover of, the, of Shambhala. Mm. The book. Yeah. The, the, the Great Eastern Sun. The Great Eastern Sun. Yeah. Where? Where would you get it? Um, Maybe like on my hand. Ooh. I'm learning so much. I don't know. Uh, what scares you besides bears and spiders? Uh, bears, yes. Spiders, yes. What scares me? God, I don't know. Not much. I know. Except bears. Bears. And spiders. Bears. Like, pretty <laughs> bears scare me. Okay. We'll just stick with bears. Yeah. We are so different. I could list, like, 20 fears. Like, I really can't think of anything this besides is, bears. This is why I love you. Okay. My last question is, what fuels you? Understanding and sort of gamifying or or being able to manipulate the outcome of like some sort of complex system <laughs> gee <laughs> and i'll just leave that at that <laughs> and the bonus, i mean that's you asked okay are you ready for the three bonus questions from bashanti okay bon- yeah. okay number bonus one questions. what is your best tips for somebody with a hangry wife Ooh, best tips for a hangry wife um are like fruit snacks mm. maybe fruit snacks are good and yeah just packaged packaged snacks at all times that's really important yeah yeah number two is what do you do when your wife is being a level 10 monster what do i do i, f- I film you sometimes <laughs> we're thinking of starting this instagram called my hangry wife yeah um, because Clay likes to film me when I'm being a monster so he can show me later my behavior. No, sometimes like when, when that happens, like I, I use it as like, I try to play a little game where I see if I can not get, get upset. Mm, that's, so, sometimes like yeah. when you're really having like an, an experience and it's just, I just don't understand what the experience is and like, nor will I ever, yeah. you know, like it's just beyond me to understand. Yeah. Then I just try to stay calm so that. At least one of us is calm. That's great advice. And the (laughs) final question from Bashanti is a would you rather. Okay. Would you rather 
10 goodbye songs with your favorite people or a full moon share circle with your least favorite people? Which one do you choose? Oh, the first full moon share circle with anyone (laughs) is uh, loses every time, whether it was my least favorite people or my very best friends. The sharing. Yeah. It's hard. I am not, I I don't do well in sharing. I mean, look how much I stuttered and and spieled through that. I think you did a great job. I actually learned a lot. I think that's really cool. I didn't know a lot of those things. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I hope it was, uh, I don't know. I thought it was funny. It was entertaining. (laughs) And I felt like it was a really great little insight into your brain and the inner workings of clay ritma, which is an interesting space. So (laughs) do you have any questions for me? Any really, you know, things you've been really thinking about in between, you know, the stock market, the economy and um, gamifying complex systems, complex systems. I do enjoy that. Um, (laughs) What is your favorite thing about being married to me? I think my favorite thing is our mutual respect for one another Mm. and That means like nothing's really off the table because we really respect each other's ideas. So it's like, I feel like I can bring anything to the table, whether it's personal, financial, whatever. And because you respect where I'm coming from, like oftentimes if it's financial, it's going to be a no because you're a huge naysayer and I'm the spender and you're the saver. Right. But when it comes to just like ideas or like out of the box ways of thinking or being in relationship or being in business, I feel really free. And I think that that comes from our mutual respect and trust for one another. Like I feel free and that's my favorite thing, Mm. but it's because of the respect we have for one another. Mm. I think, Mm -hmm. do you think that that's why we're, we both feel free? Yeah. Yeah. There's just this like super level of like trust and respect that like we can be fighting or like on the, you know, we will, we'll be arguing about something or we'll be disagreeing, but there's just like no bullshit. And there's just like this level of trust, this level of like, at the end of the day, we're going to get on the couch with the girls and watch the Mm -hmm. Sopranos. Yeah. And no matter what happens, like during the day, no matter how bad it gets, no matter how many mistakes either one of us makes, I feel like there's that freedom to come back and like sit together and watch this apprentice. Like yeah. I really feel that way. And um Okay. What if what would be the one thing if you could reach into my brain and just change one little switch in there? The sleep thing. Sleep? You just sleep so much. Sleep. And it makes me feel unseen because <laughs> you're just always fucking asleep. Because I'm asleep. And, well, and I, it would be like the, um, not necessarily the sleep thing, but like the grogginess, the like, it's a production for you to wake up in the morning and it's stressful because like we have, right. you know, relationships and, and obligations and responsibilities and all this stuff. And I am not a good sleeper. And it puts more pressure on me because I know that I'm going to have to wake you up. So like I sleep less well, less good. Um, And I, because I know that it's going to be like this issue with you getting up. So it's not really you sleeping. It's like, again, it's kind of funny because you said if you could do one thing, it would be to 
not sleep through your alarm. Yeah, so, yeah. And it really does like set off my day in a stressful way because I can't like count on you to mm-hmm. wake up, which yeah. is like fucking crazy. You're waking up like a newborn, like seeing light for the first time <laughs> is like how I describe it. Yeah. And um, it just is a process. And sometimes, you know, I'm a Gemini. I already lack patience. So, but I love that. Answer that back. If there's one thing that you could switch in my brain. Or like switch, what would it be? Well, maybe two. Oh, good. One <laughs> would be to not chronically undervalue yourself. Because mm. I do feel that you do that sometimes. Um, even though you are such a confident forward person, you still undervalue yourself sometimes, I think. And I just want you to know how great you are. Um, the second is to not take things as personally Mm. in general i think again it's the emotions, the emotions that we're hitting on. the emotions are very <laughs> difficult you know? yeah yeah that's i mean but that's yeah, yeah that's i mean struggling. i think we're doing pretty good i think after yeah, a great. year of like being isolated together i feel closer i feel a lot mm-hmm. closer in business yeah. i also feel like after going through the whole miscarriage together that brought us a lot closer. I feel like we're a lot closer because of our spiritual path. So I feel like we're in like a high point of our marriage. Like this is what that feels like. Um, I don't know about you, but I feel like we're in like a really good Mm -hmm. place and, um, I'm happy to be married to you. Yeah, me too. And thank you for being on my show. Uh, Thank you. Thank you for having me. It was lovely. Do you have any final thoughts or words of advice or like, a prayer, parting words, anything that's you're just dying to get out that you feel like we didn't touch on? I don't know. Just be nice to people. That's nice. That's all. That's all yeah. I got. Yeah. Clay's a very kind man. <laughs> I don't know if kind's a word you would use to describe me. Kind? Yeah. Uh, no. No. No, I would not say you were kind. But you were many things. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to be kind and like really radically honest at the same time. I find, but that's for another different conversation. (laughs) Um, I'm really happy to be doing life with you and I'm really grateful to have you on the podcast and talk about these things and see where life and the business and all of these things takes us. And I mean, you only come on like once a year, so it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Who knows where we'll be in the, on the next one. Yeah. We're in a huge transition. And as a lot of you are, I think it's just, you know, my biggest, my sort of biggest takeaway of this whole thing, being in partnership with you, um, being in business, moving, I've, I've just become more clear that you're the person that I am to do life with. Um, and I sometimes think that we get married and it's like, saying yes to the unknown in a lot of ways. Like that's what marriage is to me anyway. It's like, okay, I'll like, I don't know, but I'll do it with you. Whatever is going to happen. We don't know, but we're like committing to doing it together. And so that feels really strong. Like even though we've only been married two years and like our lives have changed so drastically. And so that makes me excited for like life with you and knowing like we can get through a lot of things. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. feels like chit-chat, though, again. Okay. Sorry. We're chit-chatting. Yeah. We're going to wrap this up. <laughs> um, my I just... Sweet... I'm sorry. I just... The chit-chat's so hard for but me. But it's a podcast. I want to get to the meat of the thing. It's a podcast. I know. I struggle. Anyway. I struggle. 
Um, for everybody joining me, thank you for being on this journey with me. Um, it really just means the most. Uh, this podcast is one of my favorite things to do. And I love having so many different kinds of guests on, but this is always so fun to like have you sitting in my office, which you rarely come to these yeah. days. So mm-hmm. thank you for being the other on. half of authentic audience. The yeah. other half. Here yeah. he is. Easy to forget. Here he is. <laughs> Lest <Okay>. you forget. <laughs> Um, but really, thank you. I love you. I love you too. High five. Um, seriously though, for everyone listening, um, this is a special episode, obviously having Clay on here and I'm super, super grateful. I hope you got a laugh out of this at the very least. And if you or anybody, you know, is excited about real estate investing, Mm -hmm. vestmap.com.com. That's V E S T M A P V E S T. I said that. Yeah, M-A-P. I said that. C-O-N. You're yeah. just repeating what I oh, said. I thought said B. No, V as in Victor, yes. vestmap.com. Invest like investment. Yes, vestmap. exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, guys. And if you want to stalk him on Instagram, he's Clay the Ripper, and he never posts. So go. <laughs> Something to look forward to. <laughs> Something to look forward to. You're um, welcome in advance. I will, be sh- I will be sharing a solo episode more. This got me like a little warmed up to the idea. Great. Um, So thank you. And until next time, I love you all and keep growing.